friends. Welcome to the That Sounds Fun podcast. This is your host, Annie F. Downs. I am so glad to be here with you today. Welcome to the month of June. I totally love this month. It makes me think of like flowers and swimming and playing outside and weddings. And it's just usually a really beautiful month. So I hope your June has started off well. Mine has been great. Man, I am excited about today's podcast. We've had authors on before. Shauna Nequist, Jessica Turner, Ted Decker, um, Emily Freeman, Angie Smith. We I love getting authors on the podcast, but this is a special week because this week, Krista Black Gifford's new book, Heart Made Whole, releases. And man, I got to read it a few months ago to endorse it. And I, I'm not kidding y'all. It just absolutely changed me. It is one of those books that if you read it and implement what she has taught in there, it, it really will. It'll change your life. It's changed her life and you can see it and hear that. And it's changed my life as a reader and as her friend. So as you can imagine, you know me well enough that pretty much Krista and I sat down, put our headphones on and dove right in <laughs> to our hearts pretty quickly. So we didn't, we didn't really come up for air for the entire time together. We just jumped right in and talked about what it means to really know your heart and love your heart and how to love God when you learn to love yourself well. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation between me and Krista Black Gifford. So you're recording today. You're going, you have been crying already. Yeah. Oh, good. In a good way. Yeah. Getting in my heart. Oh yeah. Okay. So when you do that in the mornings, you literally just sit down and go like, okay, I meditate every morning. And I spelunk from my head. I get in a, a bucket. Uh-huh. Like I'm lowering into a well. Yeah. And I get in and I lower down into my heart. Yeah. And then as I lower into my heart, I lower towards light. Mm-hmm. Because my spirit portion of my heart is the temple that's always filled. I mean, that's sure. the Costco. That, right. <laughs> of everything I ever need. Right. So that's why we... You know, we're trying to get everybody from, I've got to find God on the outside of me. We worship with him in externals. He's crashing over us. He's around us. He's, well, you're a, you're a bomb. Right. Like you're a walking bomb of a supermarket with everything you ever need. So how can you lower in there and connect with that spirit man first mm. to where the soul portion of your heart that's wounded, that's still under the jurisdiction of fear can actually be influenced first by that spirit. So you're connected with love first. So when you go out into your day, you're first, you're starting with your Mm -hmm. plug in. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So every, I mean, so when you, do you listen to music when you're doing that in the mornings? Yeah, I do. I have to because I'm so musical. You're so musical and you're so visual. I'm so visual. It's amazing (laughs) how much, I'm I'm similar to you in the visual way. I I see a lot of things. Yeah. And and it doesn't make me any more mystic than the next guy or make me any more like, Crazy. Yeah. I am more crazy, but but we both are. Yeah, right. Yeah. I do love that about you. We got you. that gene. Yeah, that's right. But I just God works in pictures a lot with me. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense with me, the idea of like going from your mind to your heart, just yeah. sitting and, and I lower listening. in and connect with myself. And most people can't hear the voice of God because they're trying to find God in externals. Mm-hmm. And he's there, it's true. But if I avoid my pain, mm-hmm. and that's what I found, you know, every day I dive into my heart. I dive into whatever condition it's in. I dive into the pain, into the fear. I don't try to resist the fear, the insecurity. I dive into it because the Holy Spirit's waiting for me in the middle of the brokenness. Yeah. And we can't hear God. We go, I can't feel you. I can't hear you. Yeah, because you're avoiding yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where he lives. He yeah. chose to make you his home. Mm-hmm. So if you're avoiding yourself and you don't like yourself, you can't hear him. 
Yeah. Something that our friend, our mutual friend Jeremy Byrne taught me is he said, um, <laughs> God always meant for you to hear him always. with your personality. Ooh. And I, and and I way, needed that. Yeah. Because I thought God's supposed to sound Don't like Santa. Right. <laughs> and he was like, God never meant for you to hear him outside of who you are. No. He is using your personality, what you love. Your, your language. Yes. How do you respond the best? Mm-hmm. How do you hear best? Great. He comes in through that language. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. And I, I'd i been listening to God for a lot of years when Jeremy said that to me, and it, and it shifted something for me yeah, to go like, good. that's okay that that sounds, not that it sounds like me, but that's okay that God no, it, doesn't it sound, sound like you. Yeah, he because you're made in like his image. Long, far away, holier than thou voice. It's more of a like Annie, not sounding like Annie, but speaking my language. Yeah, speaks my language. But sounding like Annie, because the only reason you sound the way you do is because you sound like him. Mm. I mean, you're made in a concoction. Like I love thinking about when God created us. He put on his chef hat. And, you know, we're in heaven. We came from heaven to earth. So we already know heaven. Mm -hmm. Like all of it's remembering who we really are. This earth is just remembering. We've already been. We know. Mm -hmm. Right. We're made for love. We're made in the DNA image of love. So God put on his chef hat when he was building Annie. And he's like, and he put all this in your heart. This is why it's so funny that we hate our heart or we deny our heart or we hate our heart or it's deceitful. No, no, no. The fear portion of it that's wounded is deceitful, but not the truest portion of Annie. So he went. Okay, I love like big laughter. I love fun. I love, and I'm going to put a little bit of that characteristic of me in there. I'm going to put words in there. I'm going to put, she's amazing with people. She's an extrovert. And he put this concoction in your heart called Annie Downs that has never been seen on planet Earth before. Mm -hmm. And he did it with every person. So for us to avoid our desire, which D is of, Zyre's father, of the father. Really? Yes, desire. That's why the hope deferred makes the heart sick when we ignore those original desires that come out of our heart. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When you were a baby, I guarantee, do you have siblings? Two younger sisters, yeah. And you all were different. And yes. it wasn't trained, right? Right. Like, I wanted the, the hearth of the fireplace, give me a hairbrush, I'm going to entertain <laughs> you all day long, yeah. right? Yeah, My brother was detail man. My husband, Luke, was going to climb on top of the roof at 18 right. months. Right. That's original design. Yeah. That's in your heart. Like, you can't try to, let me discipline that away. Let me deny that portion. No, (laughs) God made you in his image to fulfill a certain destiny on this earth. And that concoction is, it's supposed to be watered with love and light Mm. so that you can become the best version of yourself on planet earth. How do you do that in your kids? How do you raise them like that? That's good. So each child, you know that scripture, it says, train a child and... And we say in the way he should go, and mm-hmm. he'll not depart from it. But it, it really, Paul Young, who wrote The Shack, yeah. taught me this. He said, train a child in his way. Uh, so we need Holy Spirit to go, what is Moses's, my son mm-hmm. Moses, what is his specific way? What is Birdie's specific way? Each child is so different. And we it's not a book. They're not a formula. It's every day. What do they need? Moses needs a lot of emotional understanding. He's Uh, all heart. Yeah. So we have to align and attune to him heart. You know, he'll go, oh, you know, my blocks just fell. And it's the end of the world. If we go, buddy, that's silly. Like, man up. Yeah. He will crumble that portion of his heart that he's created to be that Mm. sensitive soft side will, you know, just wither. So we pour into him and we go, buddy, come here. I need empathy first. 
I get down with him. I hold him. I'm so sorry that your tower fell. I know that you worked really hard on that. Let me give you emotional understanding in that moment so that now we can recreate. Now we can build Ah. so that his production isn't going to come out of shame. Yeah. Right? Because we shame a lot of original design and kids and we put them in one program and we go all act accordingly. Right. (laughs) We're going to grade you on the same system. Right. What? (laughs) That's crazy. That's one of the things Seth Godin always says about public school or school Mm. in general, not public school because I taught public school. I love public school. But that school was meant came during the Industrial Revolution when they needed everyone to know how to do the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. It was never before that. It was never everybody line up, everybody right. run the same thing, everybody have the same speed. But once the Industrial Revolution came along, people had to know the same thing at the same time to run the factories. Wow. There's right. a great like whiteboard uh, TED talk about that. Uh-huh. You know where they draw whiteboards? Yeah, yeah. And they show how we're medicating kids who were created to be. They can't concentrate because they weren't meant to sit for eight hours a day. Right. They were actually you know, meant to be dancers. They were mm-hmm. meant to be, they've got something in them in their original created design that was meant to explore and to, you know, so it's finding scripturally, train a child in his way. Yeah. You know, what is the specific way for my child and how do I nurture that in them to where his heart doesn't grow up thinking I'm wrong. Right. Because at the core of every human being, that's the core issue. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And because I'm not enough, I'm going to be alone. I'm going to be alone or I'm going to hide. Mm. I'm going to push everything down, this pain down, and I'm going to perform. Yeah. I'm going to be what you need me to be so that I'm, I'm not rejected mm-hmm. as opposed to, no, who I am is actually already lovable. How do I yeah. get back to that Yeah. so that I can rest and then build an infrastructure of production, creativity? What I do comes out of B. Yeah. The B is in the heart. How can we go back to that original heart and just be? You know, I tell people ask me um, when I teach about calling or about going after your who you are, I always say, what would you have done when you were four? Like when exactly. you were four or five, exactly. what did you love? Because you. I still think that's exactly what you should be doing with your life. Absolutely. Because and that was before the world ever told you you were wrong, yes. before the world ever told you that you couldn't. Yeah. When you thought you could sing on a stage with a microphone, yeah. hairbrush. Or I used to bike around and interview myself. <laughs> right? I, oh, my gosh. You did, too? Did you do commercials with your food? Um, I didn't, but I did tours of my house. Okay. So okay. same same, same skill set. I'd be like, fresh, <laughs> supple, <laughs> tender. Delicious. This hot dog weenie. Is <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, it's the same. It is the same thing. And I think, man, if so, if people would reconnect when they're trying to figure out what they want to do and to some degree who they want to be. Yeah. Go back and ask your five-year-old self yeah, or your four-year-old self because we all have enough memories to go like, gosh, Who I love playing I? baseball. Yeah, Gosh, I love being outside. You know, they, when it, I went to University of Georgia, and so about half the men there study outside things like turf management <laughs> or golf course management or forestry, you know. That's amazing. And I always just think, man, they are so brave to actually do what they want to do. Like no one's no one's told them you actually need to wear a suit and to trust that God will provide for you. Right. If while you you're go doing after what you, you love. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get into a system that says, no, no, no. You need your 401k. You need to make sure you're taken care of. Get that. Get that degree, even though there might be nothing that's offered at that school that mm. even fits what's in your heart. But right. get it. It's a safety net. It's a right. you know, I wish 
I can't wait to tell my kids, take a year off after high school. Do not declare a major when you're 18. You don't know who you are. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) I did. I changed my major so many times just trying to figure out, you know, who I was and what I needed to be. And I mean, there are some people that they know from little a little age. I love math. Mm -hmm. Great. Go to college for math. Mm -hmm. I love science. I love I want to be a doctor. I want to be great. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in you go. If you don't know, just don't fall in line with the system. Right. Take a hot minute and find out what's in your heart. That's why everybody in Europe does a gap year. Absolutely. We're the only ones who, you know, and they let their kids go to eight different European nations. Sounds glorious. And just see. (laughs) Nations. Nations, you know, (laughs) I'm very official. And uh, and let them kind of see the world a little bit, right? Like we want them to make good choices and be wise and not like do do the Amish thing, right? Like we're not giving them permission (laughs) to go out and like live it up. But like, go, go see your heart, right? Go see what makes you move. Emily Freeman always says, pay attention to what makes you cry. Yeah. Because there's, there's something in that. Absolutely. Hallmark commercials. Right. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Those Thanksgiving ones from Publix. Right. Um, Okay. Tell me how you knew that Heart Made Whole was the right book to write next. Well, when I, I lost my daughter two years ago, Goldie, and she died in my arms at birth. Two years ago, March 5th. March, sorry, not March. Right. Yeah, okay. March 2, 5th, 2, 14, 2014. So, yeah, pretty close to two years. And I'm not the type of person that I'm going to just produce a book because it's time. Mm-hmm. I have to embody it. I have to live it out because if I don't have any authority in that area in my life, I'm not going to put it on page because it'll just fall flat. Sure. I want words to actually be living. I want them to be spirit breathe where there's so much life on them. They jump off the page at somebody and they just claw at their heart, opening it up, like, open me up. I need this. I need this. So when Goldie died, um, I and my heart shattered into a million pieces. And by the way, that is why people shut down their heart at five. Mm. It's why they go, don't listen. It's it's in too much pain. Mm. You know, let's be practical. Let's go in line with the system. Let's do what they tell me to do. Let's follow the path because emotional pain, we go to the doctor when our physical body's sick and there's some sort of stigma that it's shameful when your heart gets broken by a boy at school or kicked last for, you know, pick last for kickball or your dad tells you you're stupid or you're being abused in the home, whatever it is, that we have to handle that on our own. I say that people all the time. I say, you will pay to go on a retreat with your church. Right. You will pay to go to the gym, but you won't pay for counseling. Like you'll pay for your spiritual health and your physical health, but you won't pay for your mental health. It doesn't make any sense. Or your heart health. It's ridiculous. Or I'm going to buy a $7 coffee that I'm going to pee out in an hour and a half, (laughs) but I'm not going to invest into the most important part of the universe, which is my heart. Yeah. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart because that little piece inside of you determines the course of your life. Mm -hmm. It determines everything. Your emotions come out of it. Your words come out of it. Your behaviors come out of it. You know, we always try to weed whacker Christianity. We try to cut off all the bad fruit. But if you want the fruit of your life to change, you have to know your core. Yeah. It's why Jesus said, first, cleanse the inside of the cup that the outside might be clean. So I go, we go internally. When, when my heart, when Goldie died, I went, okay, I know that my broken heart in the past with God Loves Ugly, you know, with my first book, Which sent I me love, to addiction. By the way. Thank oh, you so gosh, much. That's a great book. I love that book. Um, that broken heart landed me in rehab mm-hmm. because pain has to be numbed. Yeah. You know, we're so shocked 
when we as Christians wake up and we're like, wait, the Spirit of the Lord is, says I'm free. What? Well, yeah. your heart is still bleeding yeah. all over the place. Yeah. The spirit portion of your heart is fully complete, but the soul portion remembers everything that's ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. And that part has to be nursed and nurtured and cared for. That's why you being mean to yourself is not going to do anything. Right. I mean, every day I'm so accepting of the brat. <laughs> I'm accepting of the insecure. I'm yeah. accepting of the fear because that reconnects those places of my heart with love. So when I dived into my broken heart after Goldie died, I went, I will not avoid you. I will not. You, you want whiskey at 9 a.m. Of yeah. course you do. You want, you want, you know, I've been sexually abused as a child, so all the sexual comes up. You want to numb with sex because it does numb something. Mm-hmm. You want to, I wanted food again. Mm-hmm. All of those means of control came back out again because they, they work temporarily. They numb. And I dived into my broken heart and I went, I will not avoid you. And the craziest thing happened. I found that the Holy Spirit, that God, that love was waiting for me inside the place that I'd always avoided. Yeah. I'd always avoided myself. Like Mm -hmm. you're unsafe. That brokenness is unsafe. And he's waiting going, hey, I'm not afraid of this. Yeah. Your anger doesn't scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Your, Your questions of why and I'm right here. It's called mm-hmm. the counselor. Live inside of you. Not right. a big deal. Right. Dive into your broken heart. I dived in there and I started having these encounters with him in, in my broken heart every day. And he started putting these pieces back together in the midst of my anger. Yeah. I mean, I would punch Jesus. Mm. He's a great punching bag. Yeah. I'd go in there, go, Chris, if you need somebody to punch, punch me. I can handle your anger. In fact, I'm the safest place for it to come to. Don't let it come out at your husband. Yeah. Don't let it come out at your son. Don't let it come out at people. Punch me. I can take it. Hmm. I've just punched Jesus. Wow. And he'd absorb that anger. You know, whatever we resist persists. So when we deny how we really feel, you know, I've preached it, which is totally opposite. Your emotions are liars. No, they're actually the most accurate part of you. Really? Yeah. yeah. Sh- the shame you feel, it is exposing a part of your heart that's unreconciled with love. Right. It's going, hey, I don't believe I'm lovable. Great. Embrace that shame. Yeah. Go, this is the truth. Here's my confession. I feel shame today. Mm-hmm. Here's my confession. I feel fear. I feel anxiety. Awesome. Throw your arms around it. Embrace it. Dive in the middle of it. Jesus is waiting on the, in the middle of that emotion to go, let's reconnect. There's yeah. a wound under every negative emotion. Yeah. So if you can if you can move towards yourself as opposed to away in your brokenness, oh my God, yeah. it changes everything. Yeah. All of your externals change too. You don't need yeah. all the substances. You don't need the control. You don't need to control your kids, your husband. You don't need it. Because Luke read a quote um, the other day. He said, the reason we control external substances or ex- externals is because we can't control our emotions. Oh, wow. Story of my life. Story of my life. Right? That's the truth. Going to control my house, the cleanliness of it, the finances, whatever, because I, this is, this heart is a hot mess. Mm -hmm. Can't control Mm -hmm. it. So when it doesn't, when it's not seen as your enemy, when it's seen as like, oh, you're trying to take care of me, heart, you're exposing that fear in this area because you want me to know there's a part of my soulish heart that is not connected with love. Great. Get in there in the middle of the emotion and just link up with love. Yeah. You know, perfect love is the thing that casts out fear. We think we got to get rid of our fear. We can't. 
We just got to dive into the fear and go, this is a part of me that's not loved. I get this. You know, I'm so visual. Yeah, yeah. I get a fire hose. Yeah. And I, I see myself as a fire hydrant. So anytime there's fear that's coming out of me, I hook my heart back up to the fire hose. I lock it in and yeah. I just turn it on because love casts out the fear. Yeah. I can't get rid of the fear. Yeah. So I just reconnect. Everything's yeah. about connection and openness yeah. and whatever emotion you have. I had a friend tell me tell a story yesterday about her childhood, and we were talking about your first memory, and she remembers eating dog food. <laughs> and she said, and I was, and, and she was saying, this is my first memory of God. I ate dog food, and I felt shame, and for oh. some reason, I also knew that God was with me. And she was like, isn't that oh. neat? Like, my first memory of knowing God was with me. And I was like, do you know what actually blows my mind is your first memory is when I feel shame, God is there. Wow. That, if like, anybody can get that. Right? And I thought... Oh my gosh! I said I, I said I don't wow. know enough of your life story to know what that means. But in my life story, big deal. That's a big deal. That anytime you yeah. feel shame, God is actually there. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're right. Because and that's what I learned a little bit, not as deeply yet as I need to. But in the last couple of years, is this idea of like if I run from pain, I'm running from beauty. I'm going to miss the depth of what God has for me if I am not willing to walk straight through the fire. If I'm still, if I'm trying to find another escape plan. I will actually miss the good, too. Right. I thought you could have the good without the, without bad. the bad. No. And you can't. Inside Out Who taught knew? us that. Right? <laughs> Joy and pain. Joy right. and sadness. Yeah. Isn't that funny? When she draws a circle and tells sadness to get in there, I was like, that's yep. my whole life. There it is. Yeah. Sadness. Yeah. You can you can exist here, but you can only exist here. Right. Like, you can be in my life, but you have a circle you can stay in. And, and man, when you let that out, yeah. or when you go in the circle with sadness, maybe. Yeah. It just is freedom. You know, it's amazing. I, Luke and I, we get in this very booth and we did a podcast last week. And he said, I said, what's your goal for the day? And he said, my goal is that I never see any emotion as negative. Mm. Because we've seen sadness or anger, which, by the way, anger is just deep sadness that's yeah. never been resolved. Yeah. Always. So he said, any emotion that comes out of me is always valuable because it's exposing something in me. And when I gave my permi- myself permission to feel, we do not give ourselves permission to feel a lot of times as believers. Mm-hmm. No, 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 that's bad. And we beat ourselves with our Bible. Yeah. You know, God's not giving me a spirit of fear. Well, no, your spirit's not in fear, but your soul absolutely is. Because yeah. you've been dive-bombed in a fallen world with experiences that absolutely <laughs> bring fear. Right. It's okay. That's right. It's all about reconnecting to that place. So every emotion that I have that comes out, I thank my heart. I'm really kind to myself Mm -hmm, now. mm -hmm. I remember I said, God, when it was two years ago, I was like, God, I want to love you with my whole heart. He said, Christy, you can't because you you actually haven't let me love your whole heart. You don't love your heart. In fact, you actually hate parts of your heart. Oh, wow. And so love can't be produced from the places that you hate. Oh, wow. So in order for actually, and I put this quote up this week and you know people are like I don't know what to do with that yeah on but Instagram it, uh-huh. I loved it yeah said you can only love God as much as you love yourself mm-hmm. because the love that I have for myself I love when I love me even in the ugly parts I'm being like God mm-hmm. I'm being like him point. yeah he loves me no matter what so if I I'm, I'm going into the studio today to cut a song the chorus is I want to be like you so I'll be good to me Oh, Krista, that is going to be a good song. Come on. I want to be like you. So I'll be so good So I will to be me. good to me. 
If I'm going to love like you, that starts with learning to love me with the same patience and kindness that you do. I'll give the same grace to my heart to be like you. Oh, sister. We go, God, we want to be like you. But I hate me. I hate uh-huh. my past. I hate this part of my life. I hate my fear. I hate my abortion. I hate that I'm still struggling with food. I hate my body. Mm-hmm. You can't love out of a place of hate. Yeah. Acceptance wow. pulls you so much close. Every day I just accept myself. This is where I am today. Mm-hmm. This is the Philippians 1.6. You began a good work in me. You'll, right. you'll carry it out to completion. Yeah. My responsibility is to stay connected. To stay in the atonement, to stay in that place of grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. Let me tell you, we always try to forgive everybody else. We got to learn to forgive ourselves every day. Yeah. That's what I do. I lay in bed at night. I go, I just forgive you for still being broken. Right. <laughs> right. I forgive you for not being perfect. I forgive you this morning, Krista, for being harsh to your son because he was crying because he didn't want you to leave. And you're like, Mommy has to go be with Annie. Right. <laughs> Come on. And I, I drive away and I'm like, okay, could have handled that better. Mm. But Chris, I forgive you for being um, task oriented over relationship oriented. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgive you. See, I can only offer what I have for myself. So if I give myself, and like I said, we're, we're a Costco inside. That spirit, yeah. if I need patience, go eat it. Yeah. We go, God, give me patience. No, you go into that tree. The fruit of the spirit the lives fruit. in you. Yeah. Go eat. Yeah. If you need patience, it's because you don't have patience for yourself. Ah, uh, yeah. Man, that, yes, that plays out in my life all the time. Yeah. When I'm impatient, it's because I'm frustrated with me. Absolutely. First. Yeah. See, what we project onto others is just a reflection of the inner workings of what's going on in our heart. Mm-hmm. So every time I project something onto Luke, you did the, okay, no, no, no. Where have I not had grace for myself? Because if I don't have grace for you, it's because I don't have grace for me. Yeah, that's right. So I just go eat. That's right. <laughs> I love that. I, I've never pictured it like that. But if I picture it like a Costco and the things are actually labeled of what I need, that yeah. are fruits of the spirit. Yeah. I can go get them. We're begging God all the time for stuff he's already given us. God, set me on fire. Well, you're a living bomb. Right. The fire of the Holy Spirit lives in you. Stop it. Just go in and get yourself on fire. Yeah. Go in your temple. God, give me grace for today. No, you give yourself grace for today. Mm -hmm. He already gave it to you. Go eat it. Right. Go eat it. Take responsibility. You're you're the landlord of your heart. You get, we go, God, take control. He won't. It's called free will. He gave it to you. Yeah. He's in charge. You are in control of what gets to stay in your heart and what yeah. gets to go. So every day I take I take control. My heart's the only thing I will ever have control over. I will be responsible with it. I will be kind. Whatever is on I choose what's on the inside of it. Yeah. So what do I want to put in today? Yeah. What do I want to eat? And that's what I do when I meditate. I just eat. Yeah. You know, we've got Christian anorexia going on. We gotta learn to <laughs> Feast. Feast, right. <laughs> Feast on the things that we've already been given. Yes. We don't even have to buy them. They've already been given no, to us. No, yeah. we beg and It's do a our Costco that has no price tags. Zero. Just go and but have. But it's Costco, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, right. Sprouts, Target. <laughs> Target. Target. So, Krista, to me, the book is, well, it's incredible for starters. So, I hope everyone gets their copy this week. But um, also, it's more than just a book. It feels like if people want to... That there's a real opportunity for life change yeah. that comes with this book. So I know, so I kind of want you to tell us real quick the other pieces that they can have. So there's a podcast. There's a podcast that Luke and I do called Head to Heart. 
Because every day I get in my head and I spelunk down into the light in my heart. Yeah. And I want to teach people how to live from their heart. Yeah. Um, so that's the lessons every... That's the lessons yeah. every... We're, we're trying to do them every week. Yeah. Um, Head to Heart podcast. And then I also have um, an encounter CD that I'm doing along with the book. Okay. That's why I'm going in the studio yeah. today. Because I feel like... I didn't. I need help meditating sometimes. Yeah, me too. Um, and everything's worship, which is giving out. But when do we sit and just soak? When do we receive? When do we eat? When do we feast? So, I do. I'm a songwriter. That's what I did for years. So, I have a song, and then I'll have like a 10 minute guided inner healing meditation. Yes, that's what I was hoping. I hoping I was hoping there was talking. Absolutely. And oh, then I'll good. do a song because. People can't, sometimes they don't know exactly what to do with the talking. So I do the song, which is the language that they know first. That's right. Prime the pump. Get them, right. get them okay That's with right. me. And then we go into their heart and we see what it looks like for love to actually cast out fear. So will it be an experience that you listen through the whole Encounter CD every time? I, I would like that. I would like for uh, the way that it's meant to be listened to is to be alone. Yeah. And to hopefully close your eyes alone, so that you can see. Yeah, so okay. you can really take this. The first track is called You, mm. and that doesn't mean God. That means me, Yeah, you, Yeah, because we and you become aware of you. That place he meets with you is this heart inside of you. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we're, we're avoidant of ourselves trying to find God, and he's right there. So I want people to get in touch with themselves so that they can find him there. Yeah. Um, and then the inner healing guided meditation. And then the next song is called Love Weeps. And that's what I was weeping to in the car before yeah, I came in. Yeah. The chorus is love come weep with me. Yeah. Love come bleed with me. Because we, we're afraid of our pain. And actually love is the only thing that actually takes away mm. the wound behind the pain. Pain's not the enemy. Right. You know, if you got stabbed in the heart, the pain's good. The pain right. makes you look down. Right. Oh, there's the problem. Right. So when we stop seeing pain as the enemy, no, pain is actually pointing me to the place that needs love. So love, come weep with me. And then the, ne- the last song is uh, the one that we'll do today, which is I want to be like you, so I'll yeah. be good to me. So then we're putting back in, how are we going to respond? Now that we're not afraid of our pain and we're aware of us, how are we going to start putting that stuff back in? So those encounter tracks are there. And then I'm going to do an e-course because I, I really feel like I've sabotaged I've sabotaged my own success. I don't know. Really? Yeah. I uh, kind of come to terms with the fact that I haven't really, yeah, I've been afraid of myself. Okay. What I'm capable of because I thought ambition was bad. Yeah. I thought wanting to, you know, be the next Oprah was bad. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not. It's actually not. No. No. There's a lot of good that that she puts into the world. That's right. So so I've kind of come to terms with that and I really want to... I want to begin partnering with people who want to invest in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it won't be for everyone because it'll take work. Yeah. And people want to be put in the microwave. Yep. That's right. And they want me to lay hands on them and impart everything that took me a couple years. <laughs> right. I'm like, I know. I'll impart it to you, but you got to pick up the fork and learn to eat yourself. That's right. That's right. So we'll do e-courses. and Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So you'll just, th- that's what I want for people is I want them to get the book and read it this week. But I also want them to, you know, when I read it, one of the things I did, I told you this is I, because you go through and teach how to listen to your heart. And I yes. was on a plane and I went, okay, 
How I do I do try this? this? Good. So, and I did, and I so I've it. been writing it down. And so I'm really excited about the encounter, yeah. the three song encounter in the words. Cause I feel like that's like a, even as you're getting ready in the morning, right? Like, cause a lot of times my deepest meditation is in the shower. Cause Absolutely. I'm just like, cause there's water. nothing else to do. And it's water and <laughs> I love it's warm. It. <laughs> and, and, and so I just go like, man, this could be a really good resource to just yeah. have on my phone. Absolutely. And when I've got a 40 minute window or I don't know how long it'll be, but yeah. a window and I sit and can go, okay, I can sit. And do this now as, yeah. so, as soon as I get up. So, okay. How do people find you online? Tell them that real quick. KristaBlack.com yep. uh, is my website. And that's Krista, That's Christ with an A, mm-hmm. the color black. But everything else on social media, I'm trying to get it transferred over to Gifford because that's yeah. my married name. So yeah. Krista Black Gifford is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Perfect. all of and that. And we'll, yeah. we'll link all that in the show notes. But awesome. I just want, wanted you to say it too. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. And the book is Heart Made Whole. Yes. comes out this week, June 6th. June 7th. June 7th. Yeah. Okay. It's out. So it's out, officially. Yeah, grab a coffee, but don't do it. Lisa Bevere did the uh, forward. She said, don't pick up this book if you want to stay the same. Come on. And I I don't want people reading it as a coffee table book. Yeah. I, I want people who go, my life has to change. The way that it's working right now, it's not. It's it's not life and life abundantly. How can I actually stop avoiding myself and and go in there and find out who I'm meant to be, and then roll up my sleeves and let's do some kicking out. Let's kick out uh, bitterness. Yeah. Let's kick out, you know, unforgiveness. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for writing it. It did and continues to change me. Oh, I so love you. I'm grateful. I love you thank too. You, Right. So there you go. There you have it. I mean, so much to chew on in that conversation. I am going to go back and listen and take some notes. She is just just a well of wisdom. And I think I genuinely think it's because she starts by plugging in. Like she said, she starts by diving into her heart, meeting God there. So by the time I sit down with her on a morning to talk about this book, she's already plugged in and it's really, really beautiful. So again, her book is Heart Made Whole. It is easy to find all over the internet and at your local bookstore. I am a big, big fan of local bookstores. Our Christian bookstores here in Nashville and Parnassus, the local store here, I'm just a big fan. So I suggest going to your local bookstore if you want to hold the book today, but it's also available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and at your local Barnes and Noble stores as well. So Heart Made Whole by Krista Black Gifford. I really think you're going to love it. And man, all the other resources, I will link to her podcast, which you guys should listen to her and Luke. They're really, really excellent podcasts and the e-courses that are coming in the Encounter album. I mean, I just think it's going to be really good. I really hope, like she said, that you will pick up the book because you want to be a little bit different. So love, love, love that conversation. Thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, I absolutely love this part of my life. I love this podcast. I love hanging out with you guys. Hey, listen, if this is your first podcast, welcome. We have lots of episodes back there, including an episode where I get to read a chapter of my new book, Looking for Lovely, and an episode where I sat down with Angie Smith and talked about the launch of the Bible study, Looking for Lovely, that goes along with the book. So those are back there for you. There are lots of good ones coming through the summer. So I hope you've subscribed. If you haven't, just go to iTunes or however you listen to the podcast and make sure you subscribe to that. And while you're there, if you don't mind leaving a review, it really helps other people People know like, hey, is this a place I want to hang out? And you can be like, yeah, it is. It's fun. We have lots of fun at the That Sounds Fun podcast. Um, I just want to remind you that in your ears, you are hearing 
the lovely Ellie Holcomb, one of my very, very favorites. You can get any of her albums at your local music store who has those at a Christian bookstore, I guess, or online. Of course, you can download all of her stuff. She's awesome. And I'm super easy to find. Annie F as in fancy, AnnieFDowns.com. And those are all my social media things too. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Annie F Downs. And as Krista told you, she's Krista Black Gifford. We will link to her as well really easily. So thanks for joining us today. I really hope that your mind and your heart have had um, a good time with us. I hope you go out and do something that sounds fun to you today, and I will see you next time.